Hey guys, this is another episode of The Read Podcast. This is Anisha, your host. But of course, before I get into anything, I want to ask, how have you been? Like, have you been drinking your water consistently? And I'm not saying a gallon a day, but at least drink enough water to where it outweighs the other things that you are drinking. Um, Have any of you worked out? I mean, I sure haven't right now. I'm a little on a not-so-flat stomach. It's embarrassing. Okay. Anywho, have any of you traveled? Of course not. We can't go anywhere. Have you tried any new recipes? I would love to know. When I say I'm tired of salmon, it's like I eat salmon and broccoli, salmon and salad, salmon and like salmon. I'm going to turn into a whole salmon. And my family group chat has already told me that. I tell you, those are my toughest critics. Like, Anything that the world's going to tell me, believe me, my family said it first. So if you ever think y'all got jokes on me or y'all ready to roast me, not happening. My family already said it. Anywho. But I know last episode I talked about, I was like, oh, I'm so excited to talk about this. It's some tea. What's going on? It was really a picture that my friend has sent me and it was more like a meme. And the meme was talking about how if a woman was dating a man, and the man was like, oh, I can't stay here for a while because your daughter's staying here. And I feel uncomfortable because your daughter's a little, like, you know, sexy. And So that was what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to do a whole episode on that. Like, first of all, if you're my man and we're planning on building together, you should see my daughter as your daughter on some Ciara and Russell Williams and Little Future type vibe. Or, like, I respect you as a man or I respect you as a man able to stand in front of your own problem and know that you can't handle it and you won't try to be inappropriate to my daughter so you removed yourself from a situation i was gonna do an episode on that but it's not that deep no more forget it like we could talk about that later on right now right now what's more important is the world and believe me i'm no politician so we all know that we've been experiencing the coronavirus which is COVID-19. We've been out of work. Everything's been closed. We can't get our hair done. We can't get our nails done. Um, We can't go to beaches. We can't go to the clubs. Remind y'all, remind you, I am a bartender. That is where 75% of my money came from, the bar. And I have not been to work since March. I don't even know how I'm alive right now. Listen, but... And the gist of all of this going on in terms of the COVID-19, tell me why we have to deal with another issue, like a whole nother issue. And the other issue is the George Floyd case, another incident of police brutality. Now, I feel, and this could be me personally, but I feel like considering that I am an alum of an historical black college institution. Like it is my duty to talk about this stuff. It is my calling. Like this goes back to, I'm not sure if you guys listened to my episode on colorism, but growing up, I didn't love being black. I didn't love my blackness. Like in the summertime, I was told, oh, you're getting black, stay out the sun. Or, oh, your hair's nappy, we need the permit. Like, oh, this is bad. Like no one embraced the things that I have. It wasn't until I got to college and I saw other girls wearing their natural hair, afros. I was like, wow, like they have a lot of confidence to be able to walk outside like that. Because me being bullheaded for all these years, I would just walk around with weave, braids, wig, or a hat. 
There's there's no walking around with natural hair. Like I never felt comfortable and I never felt beautiful with it. I mean, there was a process in my life when I was joining a sorority when we were forced to not have any type of influence, but I went and got a haircut and permed. So my hair was styled, nice, laid, and I was ready for that process. But to be completely natural and to be happy in your own skin, this is something I learned and it took years and I'm finally here today. But when you have graduated from historical black college, it's something that they instill in you. It's something that it's like, you know how they say it takes an entire family, entire village to raise a child. When I got to my historical black college, shout out to Morgan State University, my bears. But when I got there, it was a culture shock for me. And although it's historical black, although I'm African-American, I come from a family that's black, I went to high school in a predominantly Hispanic neighborhood. Now, yes, they are also minorities. I'm not saying that. However, what I'm saying is that the type of African-American people that were there in my historical black college is people that I've never experienced or never been around, even though I come from an African-American community. I had girls in my class telling me that their dads were brain surgeons and that their mom were nurses and that they grew up with a pool in the backyard and they had their own room and they used to go to sleepaway camp. And these are things I used to dream of. I thought it was only on TV. So when I finally met people who come from the upper middle class households, it was like, wow, like it was literally inspiring. It was like, wow, like your mom went to college. Wow. And I just knew that from that moment on that I had to be something like my child have to be one of those kids who's to say, you know, my mom provided everything for me. And not saying mom, because right now I'm only speaking like that because I'm single, but I want to make a difference in my family. Like I want to normalize things that should be normalized, which haven't been normalized. Like number one, apologies in my family. Apologies in a black community. A lot of times people don't apologize. It was, we were arguing, we were upset. We let time pass. And then we just act like it didn't happen and we're supposed to forget about it. And that's not right. Like, let's normalize apologies. And that's one of the biggest things that I noticed when I was watching the show Grownish. I'm like, wow, like they really make an effort to apologize. But then again, when I look at the dynamics, they come from two parent households. They come from parents who are educated, parents who are successful within their careers, who were there every step of the way for their child. And they raised them up a certain way to be prepared for the world that we live in today. So the yes, they normalize apologies. Another thing I wanted to uh, address as far as normalization is Therapy. A lot of people don't believe in therapy. A lot of people feel as if, you know, you're just talking to someone. You can talk to your friends, your home people. But it's like therapy is something that unlocks childhood traumas that prevent you from being to your highest level of your highest level of I can't think of the word right now. What is it called with Pavlov's triangle at the top? Your highest level of. Look, when they come to me, whatever, but your highest level of potential. Let's say that right now for lack of better terms. And I just want us to normalize that. Like we're not doing that. And if we were to normalize apologies, we normalize embracing our blackness. We normalize going to therapy and getting the help that we need. There's nothing. We normalize praying 
like we normalize getting on our knees and standing before um, God. If we normalize things like that, there will be nothing that can stop us from being the person that we want to be. Nothing. Because we're prepared for it. And I just think that it's going to take time for us to get to that point. But there are things that we can do to get there. Like, I know this is a little left field, but my ideal life within the next three years, and I'm saying three years, which it seems a pretty long, but right now I'm 26. I'm turning 27 in August, but right now I'm 26. So within the next three years, we're looking at 29, 30 for me. And my biggest goal, like, it's like I'm a person of vision. Like, I see my life and it's so scary everything that I'm doing right now my whole life I saw it like in my mind you know how you daydream my daydreams be visions like sometimes I be thinking I'm that so Nisha like that's so Raven like my visions of my life come true and it's so scary but how I see myself in three years is literally I'm gonna take you through the walk a day in the life of Anisha at 29 30 which is I wake up I turn on YouTube. I do a Zumba workout. I should finish my workout, take a quick shower. After I hop on my shower, I eat my breakfast. While I'm eating my breakfast, I'm on my computer screens watching the market, trading. I make my money and then I start my day. I'm going to be collecting money also from my investment properties, my business that I'm running. And then the rest of my day will be spent on finding new ways to make more money. That is the ideal life for me. And I see that. And then I come home, I cook, I take a shower, I light some candles, I pray, and I thank God for getting me to where I am today. Like, that is my ideal life. Like, if I had to paint it, wake up, do my workout, study the market, trade, figure out how to make more money. That's my life. But it's like, I'm not there yet. And as well as I see my vision as far as being successful and living the dream that I want, I also see my failures. My visions, I see the struggles, what I'm going to have to go through. Like I have this business I'm working on with a business partner of mine. And my biggest fear is because I see it so vividly. My biggest fear is not being able to deliver. Like I found an opportunity in the market that no one is doing and when we, my business partner and I, decide to launch, we are changing the game. And it's like, what like, what if we're not ready? And it, we constantly battle this. But it's like, I'm so grateful to have the business partner that I have because we, we pick up where each other lack. Like, if I'm lacking on something, she'll figure it out. If she's lacking on something, I'll figure it out. And we meet each other head to head. Now, we both are qualified to do the work, but sometimes one person is lazy. Sometimes the other person isn't. And we pick up where each other lack. Like, you know how Drake was like, I don't know somebody that could cover for me. I'm the only one that get the job done. No, my business partner, we are equally yoked. And that's so important because I get the job done. She get the job done. Like, she can really cover for me. I can really cover for her. And that's one of the most important aspects to have in a partnership The hardest part about being successful in a business is your team. If you don't have a solid team, your business will not prosper. And I learned that from some some of the dope mentors that I have. 
But right now, actually speaking of mentors, I have a mentor who is really big on finances. And I really look up to this person because they're living their dream in terms of being financially free. And then I have my childhood best friend. And I'm not saying childhood like when I was super young, but my high school friend, she's also in the market trading. And she is so helpful to the point where she sends me information to study she sent me books to read she sent me videos to watch and she's so supportive of my journey as far as studying the market because this is what I want my life to be like I want to be a trader and when I say a full-time trader I'm saying full-time in terms of majority of my income but not full-time in terms of 40 hours a week that's clipped that's dead not happening no but I just understand that everything that I want to do right now is going to start from what I'm doing right now. Does that make sense? Like everything that I want to do from this point on starts from this point on. And some of the things lined up. And my biggest thing is like, this is my podcast. I know I listen to this. I know you guys listen to us, but I kind of say things on this podcast because it's more like holding myself accountable. And some of the things that I want to accomplish and the reason why this episode for me in particular is so significant is because it's the first episode of June. As we know, June is the sixth month of the year. Everyone knows the saying, six months of consistent hard work will put you two years ahead. Six months, this is the mark for me. Well, I already did half a year. I struggled, I tried, I grind, I cried, I prayed. Six months is over. Now these six months coming up, I need to be together. There's no reason I should be making careless mistakes or doing things irrationally when I know I have a bigger picture in mind. And as long as this bigger picture is right before me every single day, there's no reason why I shouldn't be doing the things I need to do to get to where I need to be. Now, right now, the highlights of my to-do list and things that I want to get done in this order. The first thing I want to get done when outside open or if I can book an appointment right now is I need braces. Now, I had like a minor gap growing up, but as I get older, my gap is getting wider and it's not a look for me. Yes, I'm pro-black. Yes, I love my people. Yes, I love every single person for who they are, their uniqueness, the beautiful things that they present that is not normal. However, I do not like the gap on me and my smile. I feel like it affects the way I speak. Like if you, like when I listen to my podcast, I hear, and that's air going through the, the gap in the teeth. You would not hear air if my teeth was correct. Now I'm going to cover my gap with my finger right now. And then I'm going to say the same thing. And you're going to hear the difference in the way I articulate my words. So right now I'm covering it and I feel as if that my words are coming off a lot more smoothly. There's not air being released from my mouth. And this is why I need to get braces immediately. Okay? All right. Now, I took my finger off. And yes, it's back with airy, airy, air, air. Anywho, another thing that I want to complete is advancing my credit score. Now, by advancing my credit score, I will be getting a new um, credit card and that credit card will serve as my most card. I want to have no cash on me. I want to be able to buy everything on my credit card, pay it off at the end of the month while I'm um, gaining points. I'm building my credit and I'm gaining credit by adding new accounts. That's number one. So it's braces. It's advancing my credit score. Once my credit score is advanced, I'm going to refinance my car so that my bills are lower. Then I want titties. 
my titties look amazing. I know if you see my Instagram and you see them, they're perfect. They're fine. They set up great. I love them. However, they're just a little too small for me. I want like two sizes up and that's on my list. So in this order, there's braces, fix your credit, teeth. I meant braces, fix your credit, titties. After that, oh, I I forgot something. So it's braces, fix your credit, and yeah, all right, let's just leave it. Braces, um, fix your credit, and then my titties. After my titties, then I'm going to be preparing myself, and I say prepare myself by saving, prepare myself by um, making sure my credit is A1, making sure my uh, employment situation is secured, making sure that everything I need to get my first property, I have. And my goal is to be a homeowner because the amount I'm paying in rent, I could be paying for a mortgage. I could be paying for something that's going to, I can pass down to my family. I don't have any children yet, but I do have nieces and nephews. I do have people in my family that look up to me and the pressure that's put on me to be somebody is so hard. My biggest problem with fulfilling the things that I need done is discipline. It's like I work from home now. So it's like I wake up and I'm on my computer and I'm on my computer all day, like staring at my phone, staring at my computer all day long. Then when I get off work, I got to cook. Then after I cook, I have to do my homework for my class. After I do my homework for my class, it's like I don't even have time to study. I don't have time to clean my house. I don't have time to watch a show. It's like I have no time to do what I need to do. My biggest thing is discipline. I wake up early enough. Why am I not working out every day? Why is my stomach as fat as it is? And discipline is the hardest thing to obtain. But it's like once you have it, you have it. And it's like... I was thinking about my life recently and the things that I've been through and what I've accomplished. And I've been thinking like, yo, I've never really been mastered anything. Everything that I've ever tried, I've always been mediocre. I've never been A1. And I want to be a person I live by the standard of anything my name is attached to is legit. But y'all got to understand, I made some mistakes. Okay, I'm not who I am today. I didn't have the motivation I always had. And... I didn't have the awareness that I have now. And that's why it showed in my previous employments. And it's like, I don't want to be that person anymore. I want, I want to show up as, I want to show up as me, my brand, Anisha. I want people to look at me and be like, wow, she got her shit together. Wow, she, she looks good. Wow. Well, I want to sit down and have a conversation with me and I'm telling it. I want to, I want to apply for something and use my own pay stub. Oh my God. What if I wish I had the drums, the thing? I want to apply for something and use my real paste up. It's like a sound effect thing that I wish I had. I'm going to send it to my producer and he's going to know exactly what I'm talking about. But it's like, I wish I had, I wish I had the sound effect thing because it would be so perfect right now. But anyway, I think I'm rambling or I'm talking a lot, but I do like to keep my episodes short and sweet. Only because when I keep my episodes short and sweet like this, I know people are like, you're not retaining a lot of information. For one, I speak really fast. For two, when I, the shorter I make my episodes, and I'm not saying the shorter I make my episodes because I don't have people listening to me. But when there's episodes where I'm just ranting or talking about my personal life, yes, I don't expect them to be long. Like, I don't expect you guys to stop what you're doing to listening about my life. But I do want you to leave my podcast feeling encouraged and empowered. Six months. This is June right now. 
June, six months of consistent hard work will put you two years ahead. Two years by six months of grinding. You're not missing out on anything. You're not. Like, that. that's what we got to take it. My biggest problem is discipline in terms of food. I like what I like. And I have to learn to be humble. Like, no, tonight you're eating soup. Tonight you're eating noodles and noodles. Like, I don't have anyone that's buying me food. So it's like, why do you keep buying all this fancy food? It's a problem. And it will, it will be solved soon. But that's all I got for today. I want to sit in this week with good news. The good news for the week that I have is that my business partner introduced me to a program where I could possibly get my PhD and becoming a college professor. It was so exciting because it's like she was speaking words into my life, words into my existence, and I I can't thank her enough for it. But that's definitely something I'm going to look into and see how I can maximize the things that I want, how I can maximize my time to achieve the things that I want. And I'm just so grateful for that. So until next episode, thank you guys for listening. I am Anisha, your host. And I'm going to miss all of my readers. And if you are just listening, this is your first episode. We call you guys my readers because my last name is Reed. Reed is an acronym for Restore, Evaluate, Invite Discussion, which we talk about various topics. Please Send your friend my podcast. I want to do have meetups. I'm in New um Miami right now, but I do be in New Jersey. I do be in New York. I will travel wherever I need to be if you guys are ready to have a real conversation because I'm a realist. Some things I don't even want to say yet on the podcast because I'm like, nah, this is for my book. I can't share all of this. It's, it's, it's just embarrassing. But until next time, bye guys.